Exhausted and a little bit tipsy. Two moms on a mission to highlight those bad moms. Moms who inspire, create, and take no shit. What's up, Mel? What's up, girl? What's up, Rachel? Hi. Okay, so tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Uh, my name's Rachel. Um, Lily Campbell. <laughs> and I own Fit for Mom Sunset Valley, which is a boot camp in South Austin. Moms, and I'm also a mommy of an almost five year old. Which is no, he I thought it was his birthday, no, May 31st. Okay, it's coming up. I oh think, my gosh, um, actually, I put on my Instagram you did. story a countdown. It said 13 because it was him sleeping. Is that yeah. what you're? Um, oh, sorry, talking to the mic. Yeah, Rach? it's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like 12 days away, he'll be five. And oh my god, um, it's tripping me out. But I survived the age of four, uh, which is wonderful because the age of four sucked so hard. Okay. Really? Anyone why? Like a four-year-old. Um, why? So the terrible twos and the threes that everyone talks about, we surpassed those and apparently just combined them into age four. Okay. Um, so big feelings, lots of emotions, lots of gut punches, and oh. um, leaving target surfboard style, lots of feelings. Um, but the good thing is I had four years of motherhood under my belt before that tsunami okay. of age four hit. So I felt really calm and prepared the entire time. Um, I mean, you're just brave to go into Target with your kid. (laughs) Like, I don't even do that. I know. It's, I know. And I got into the habit of like the dollar bin. And Mm. and then when they're like, so now Deuce will say, mom, is this expensive? And if I say no, then he doesn't want it. Even if he's into it. Ooh, expensive taste. So now I'm like, it is so expensive. I don't know if I want to buy it for you. And then he'll say, mommy, please. So it's like the mind game because oh, it's from the dollar, like dollar Yeah. And then I'm like, okay, just because I'm the best mom ever. <laughs> so here we are. Yes, so that's totally a starts, mom win. Yeah. We yeah. Should, we, we, last episode, we didn't do the mom wins and mom fails. We should totally bring that back. Yeah. So do you have any mom fails that were you just like today, this week, whenever? I have a lot of mom fails. Think of one mom fail. That was like super recent. Well, I mean, I guess. <laughs> oh. Um, <laughs> Had to be in the last hour. <laughs> I'm trying to think of the last hour. But uh, I mean, mom fails usually happen um because i am nothing's really off limits in my house so private parts uh, yeah and all of that anything i'm um, trying to navigate that too wieners are like their favorite thing man the favorite yeah i don't have them so yeah. whatever <laughs> can't relate <laughs> so i can't relate to your morning wood ritual so. oh um, <laughs> But it's so awkward when you see it. You'll get there. I'm like, I have a nine month and he's every single time I change his diaper, he goes and grabs it and plays with it. I'm like, really? Already now? Like, why? Oh, it starts very, yeah, yeah, very young. And just wait. Like during nap time when Cohen used to sleep naked on the couch, I would like look over and it's just like, boing. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm, this is happening. And you just got to vacuum around it. (laughs) And then when they're teenagers, they go and just masturbate. Oh my God. Right. Okay. So that's fine. Do it. Dude, yeah. yeah, but there. So my husband told me there comes a time in your life <laughs> when your mom stops doing your laundry because everything right. is it's crusty and gross. I'm like, wow, I just don't want to be there. Yeah, but gross. you know what? That's what we pre- that's what we prepare for. Yeah. So like, everything is accumulation of everything else. So I feel like by the time my son is 12 or 13 and he's just like jerking off all day, I might feel better <laughs> equipped. 
also then I have to say, okay, so we only say that when we're around mom. Mm -hmm. And um, and so then when we go on a play date, Deuce will ask me, because um, I'll usually say, we're going to so-and-so's house and their rules are a little bit different than ours. And he'll say, well, why? And I'm like, well, this mom is a little bit more strict, i.e. don't say fuck it against <laughs> <the> <laughs> On the trampoline. It's just a big dance around, like, please don't say fuck it to your friends. Right. Just not, <laughs> so they come right friends we go to church with. Yeah. Be a little weird. That's hilarious, though. But, I mean, super awesome for him. That's amazing. Yeah. Like, how did he even... start with F. How did he even, like, realize that? Did he see it, like... I mean, he had to have seen it written out, or did he sound it out? Because, like, yeah. if he's just sounding that out in his head, that's actually totally. really fucking awesome. It's right Thank there. you. You it's not learn that in kindergarten. No. You absolutely, absolutely not. do not. <laughs> okay. So, you run Fit for Mom Sunset Valley. Yes. And... How, I guess you've been in business four years now. So how did it all start? How did it all start? Go well, we way, just way celebrated back. four years. So I have it all fresh in my memory how it all started because I always like to go through memory lane before we um, celebrate a milestone. But um, I was married to my son's dad for the first four months of his life and we were living in Houston. So that was like very isolating and I had no idea what that was going to look like. Um, and then I didn't know really, I knew about fourth trimester in terms of necessity for kids, but like, I didn't know that that was like, that my son would be so clingy. I guess I thought I'm just going to baby wear and pour into this child because this is what everyone tells me to do. I didn't really know that was like an innate need of children. And I didn't know that it really went beyond four months, five months, six months, a year. Mm -hmm. So there was no putting my son to nap by himself and getting a workout in. And working out for me has always been pretty, uh, in my life has been a priority. So when I found Stroller Strides, um, which was a, it's Fit for Mom as a franchise. So I had Googled working out with kids. I found Stroller Strides in Houston. And I went and I thought, oh my gosh, what is this like magical group of moms that are working out and it's like fun and I got a great calorie burn and then my son has is outside and um, at the same time I was going through kind of thinking about getting divorced and getting separated and I wasn't really telling anybody about it. My mom had just been diagnosed with a brain tumor and I didn't want anyone to worry oh about my God. anything. So this one mom, her name's Amanda and we're still friends and one day she had asked me about my life and I just kind of like fell over and started crying about my divorce and for some reason I felt totally fine and supported and um, so that was like my first taste of a motherhood community. Shortly thereafter uh, my son and I ended up moving relocating to Austin and I ended up getting divorced and um, I was like okay so I need to figure out how I can like have a community make money. I had experience running businesses in my past life as a hairdresser um, but how could I kind of culminate everything together? And it was literally a Google search away to figure out that Fit for Mom was a franchise. Could I figure out the money to put down and could I do this? And the stars aligned and I did it. And, um, so, and so Fit for Mom was born. And then it took a long time for all the pieces to kind of come together. There are a lot of things to consider when you purchase a business, i.e., um, the expenditure beyond what your income is, which was like uh, for the first two years of business, but really for the first six months was paying all this money and then not making any, um, all while trying to figure out and navigate motherhood and now single motherhood and nursing. So and how old was Deuce when you started it? He was six months when we officially signed the papers and okay. nine months when we launched. Yeah, that's insane. That's really young. Um, and then it rained for, so, and then 
you have this business that you're trying to run out outdoors. Right. Um, and, and you don't even think about the weather yet. Ever. You haven't even gotten there. Because I'm like, oh, it's summer. It's fine. Um, and so then there's like these torrential floods, similar actually to the weather in summer that it's been this year. Like yeah. really just crazy. Lots of rain in May. Um, and then I don't know why I thought people would just find us and come because that's how I found fit for mom and just came and drank the Kool-Aid and was in, um, and nobody was drinking this Kool-Aid. And, uh, I was really just apprehensive about making the right decision and figuring it out. Anyways, um, one of my favorite lines in all of life is everything is figure outable. And so this just had to be figured out. And, um, again, kind of like luck and hustle and other magical unicorns kind of came into alignment and my first three ish moms signed up. And at that time I was charging $50 a month. So I was making $150 a month, um, which was exactly the fees that I had to pay to run my website. So now I was breaking even, uh, ish and, uh, stepping stones. Right. And I was like, okay. And then it was like, now, how could I get the word out? How could we kind of grow? And over the course of this last four years, uh, we have grown exponentially. And so now we have 200 ish, 250 members, four different programs, 11 different staff members, and, uh, it's rocking and rolling. Yeah. Yeah. You're killing it. I mean, I remember going on a run with you, like, and you're like, so do you, like, we're, I was talking about my businesses. You're like, do you make any money? <laughs> I'm like, well, I mean, like, not really in the beginning. You're like, yeah, me either. And I'm just <laughs> kind of waiting. We're, we're getting to that year mark. And I remember that was like just where you were starting yeah. to see some money. And then we got like kicked out of that running area. Totally. So there's all these rules to franchises too, which too you many. don't really follow. Yes. You don't follow, <laughs> of course, because rules suck right? and they're meant to be broken. Right. But um, but Which, you don't think about that when you're signing up for a franchise. You're like, totally. I can totally just do this. Yeah, and it the hell sounds I want. like they're really strict. They they are really strict. And and so when I say that I have experience running a business, I have experience working with myself. I don't have experience. Well, now I do, but I did not have prior experience to owning and operating a business under a greater umbrella, such as a franchise. So if you think of a franchise on a larger scale, think of McDonald's, right? So if you go to McDonald's and order a French fries and a milkshake in Austin, then you're traveling to Florida and you're like, I want McDonald's French fries and a milkshake. And if you get sweet potato fries and a green smoothie, because that's the way the franchise owner wants to do it in Florida, you're like, okay, no, this is McDonald's. I wanted French fries and my milkshake. So from that perspective, if somebody is moving from another city and they're coming to my workouts and they're completely different and the way that we do things are completely different um, than what they're used to, then that kind of degrades the brand of Fit for Mom. Um, well, if so, it's better. Right. So if it's better, <laughs> which sweet potato fries and green smoothie are better, totally. but not to everybody. But not when so you're expecting it. You not know? when you're expecting it. And not when you really also have all these shareholders at a global level okay. that are expecting us as the franchise to deliver a package. So in my four years of breaking the rules, I have <laughs> created a secret sauce to breaking the rules <laughs> while um, flying under the radar enough to live and work dangerously, but within the boundaries of everybody getting what they need. Yeah. Yes. So like you do it I feel heard and supported. My programs are 
what they need to be and beyond mm-hmm. the scope of a lot of other fit for mom programming, but within alignment of, um, what they need to be our clients, which is a different target market than California, San Diego, New York, Minnesota are getting what they need. And then fit for mom as a franchise, uh, feels like they're getting what they need from me. So it's all, it's a perfect blend. How long of did it take to figure that out? Four years. Four years. Yeah. You, you think you're on like a good. Yeah. Yeah. I think now, um, we've got a really just good, a well-oiled machine of all the things. And when I do get in trouble uh, with fit for mom, which happens once a quarter ish. Um, <laughs> now though, it's like a direct text LOL with the CEO, Ash Robinson, who's like the baddest bitch ever. Um, she can call me and say, I hear you. I see you. I love you. And how can we do it this way? And I'm like, that's great. great. Cause I remember yes. they would just be like, here's a passive aggressive email right. and a nasty fine. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm like, well, um, <laughs> sorry, so, not sorry, sorry, but, not sorry. <laughs> um, but again, with business ownership, with motherhood, with being a female, with all of these things come growth and realignment. So when somebody says no, specifically to my personality type, it's like, that doesn't really mean no. That yeah. means like not right now. Yeah. Can you revisit it? Can you change the ingredients a little bit and come back with something f- that could be a maybe? And I'm like, okay. And so, you know, that's where I feel like in with motherhood too. When Deuce oh, says, yeah. if I say no, he'll always say why. And I give him two answers. One, because I'm your mommy and I said so. And two, this is why. This is the why behind the how. And actually, there was a conversation Melissa and I had not uh, probably years ago. But I remember you had told me that your mother always used to tell you. I just thought of that when you said that. No, because I'm your mom and I said so. And I remember you telling me that that didn't work for you. And that doesn't work for me either. Um, me either. So for me, the combination of establishing my queen authority in the household as mother, I'm your mom, and I said so, but also giving him the um, the power and the understanding of, but this is why and this is how, it kind of all feels good it's and great. warm. I like that, that you, know? you say both because, I mean, ultimately, yes, hi, I'm the mom, I'm in charge, and right. it is because I said so. Like, whatever I say goes. Right. But they need to know why and the logistics behind it. Yes. Or if not, it's For just sure. like always confusing and you never really totally. know why and you how you can life do like better that. and how you can renegotiate and right. re- revisit that. Right. Yeah. And it's open to discussion. Like if you come at me with a couple supporting arguments of why you feel like you can eat a brownie before dinner and they make sense to me, then let's, let's rock with a brownie before dinner. I mean, if you can fuck it, let's do it. Let's 12 angry men this and let's do it. (laughs) Totally. Also, I'm a a big fan of eating dessert first. Me Me too. I love going to a restaurant and ordering dessert before my dinner. Yeah. Because you're the insane. hungriest and then you enjoy it the most. It's so good. And then you close actually, you actually scientifically speaking, if you're going to raise your insulin like that on an empty stomach, putting carbs and sugar into it, it's actually better to close the deal with a high fat or a protein to balance out your insulin. Well, see, that makes me feel so much better now. <laughs> so if you really, anyone that's listening, if you want to do dessert first, it's scientifically proven you should yeah. do it. <laughs> yeah. Just seal the deal with an avocado or a steak. Yeah. Brownie and avocado. Right. <laughs> Brownie avocados these days. Yeah. Okay. Avocado so brownies. you used to make the best like green brownies. The, I remember the Hulk muffins. Hulk muffins. They still are the best. 
I think I've requested okay. them at, at yeah, my birthday. kid's birthday parties. So this was before you called him the Hulk muffins though, because it was a long, long time ago when I was over here and she was like, my friend Rachel, she makes all these really great foods. So he has like spinach and like all this like great stuff in it. And because her kid like doesn't eat still anything doesn't. good. Yeah. Right. So I didn't understand that. I was like, yeah, whatever. My kid's going to eat so fucking great. I'm a vegetarian <laughs> and he's just going to love vegetables. And like he was breast, he was like two months old at the time. Yes. And I just, that like was the fucking clutchest thing ever. <laughs> like having brownies like that are full, like jam packed of like super good nutritious stuff. Like now, you are a genius. Th- well, I, I wish that I would have run with that because then I'd be making a lot more money than I'm making <laughs> now because that's a thing now. Like totally, there's like yeah. vegetable brownie, vegetable oh, yeah. ice cream that these moms are creating that are straight up in whole foods. And I'm like, I invented that four years ago. But totally. But that wouldn't never. be your calling. It You're like be. all, I also don't like to cook. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay, so f- four years, Fit for Mom, Sunset Valley, and you started with three members. Three how, members. How did they hear of you? Was it Google? So Was it just like um, advertising on Facebook? I Okay, so Deuce, uh, that's my son, breastfed forever, and I never was able to put him down, and I never was able to like put him down for a nap and then get on my computer. And so, yes, social media was like everything. So I remember we would like bounce on the ball and until he was asleep and then we would lay down together. And that was my two hours of one handed, like scrolling, posting in mom's groups, posting these, they're not really testimonials, but like a real recount of what motherhood looked like for me that day. Because, and I still do. If somebody inquires about fit for mom, um, on online, I will add them on Facebook as my, as my, on my personal account, because I want them to also know that like, I'm a mom too. And we're doing this together and this shit is hard. And like, so don't feel like you're coming to a workout with a trainer, even though that's my title. Like I'm also a mom. I'm also tired. I also have bad days. I also have cellulite. I also know exactly where you are. And I've been in all these different seasons. Um, and I also have a child that has hit kids at stroller strides that has not sat in the stroller that has told me that he doesn't want to go to stroller strides. Like we've been through all of these seasons. Um, and yet still we come and we, and we do this all together. So, um, so yeah, I would say social media and then, so like Facebook and Instagram and still, I mean, still, yeah, you're really Facebook good and Instagram at Instagram are my number one ways that you're people very good get, at it. Um, yeah. and likewise, I just told Melissa the other day, y'all, y'all's Instagram is like key. That's all nice. Abby, which is, but here's the thing is like social media, um, is so divisive. I think for some people they're like, I am off Facebook because of this or that or the other. And I'm like, man, that's how I build my business. Mm-hmm. So Um, and it's how we also with like my actual members stay connected Mm -hmm. and stay in the know. Like it's the voice of us now. So nobody does. I remember thinking, well, I don't have a hundred dollars to spend at Kinko's for flyers to put in OBGYN's offices. Right. But that's not the way our moms. So like our target market is like 24 to 35, I would say moms ages. Um, like we're on Facebook in the middle of the night. We're on Instagram nursing babies. Oh my God. We're looking at 4.30 in the morning, mom's fitness groups because we're feeling like we need something, whatever. So yeah, social media. And then, you know, my first couple of members um, would just tell their friends and then one person signed up here. And, and that's still how I get a text message a day from somebody in one of our programs saying, hey, can I bring blah, blah, blah? Or what's the best way to sign them up for this? That's awesome. You know, and then it's just that's like how I heard about it. word of mouth. Yeah. That's how you heard about yeah. it. Yeah. Right? When I, when I joined three years ago, which is insane, um, 
um, it was through Facebook. It was like a mutual friend of ours, mm-hmm. and she posted because not only do you do workouts, you also offer like play dates once yes. a week and crafts once a week or every other week. And, and mom's, mom's night, night out, out, which is like the best. <laughs> or mom's night in. Mom's night right. awesome. Same, right. same. And we, oh my God, we all need it. Whether like you don't know you need it yet, like mm-hmm. you need it. Mm-hmm. And it could be going to a bar. It could be doing a, what do we do? The like lockout room thing, which was really great. And it, painting with, the, with uh-huh. a twist is coming up next. Tonight. Yep. Yeah, tonight. And it's, and it's so great. And I saw someone post, and I think at that time you definitely under 10 members is maybe about like five or 10 members or something like that. And she posted that like, okay, tonight we met up and we talked our birth stories and we cried and we laughed and we drank wine. And I was like, holy shit, like (laughs) that is what I'm missing because I was always into exercise. Like I would just go and walk and run. And I had a few mom friends. I grew up here, so I knew a couple people and I was okay in that sense, but it was, I needed something more. I needed to get yeah. out away from my kids. And I really loved birth and the whole process. And it was like so my jam. So I was just like, oh my God, I want to do that. I want to talk about babies and vaginas and breastfeeding and how it sucks and how it's great. So that's what made me sign up. I was I reached out and I was like, hey, what is this program? And I came. And then once you come once, it's either for you or, or it's not. Totally. You either like are that lone person you like to work out alone in the right. gym or whatever. But for me, it was just so perfect. And it is perfect. I joined and you had the like 30 classes for $30, which I feel like most people join in then because it's such a good deal. Totally. Um, and then, yeah, I never looked back and told my friends and kept going and it's been three years and it's so awesome. Um, but yeah, that was way back in the day when I started, when I started, I remember it growing to 30 members and being like, Oh my God, what are we going to do? It's getting so big. Yeah. Are we going to be able to keep up with all of these Which, moms? You know what? And we, and I, and we can, yes, and we, we can, we, or you we, can, we can now that we have a team. Totally. So, you know, it's funny because I was talking to another member who wants to open a franchise in Missouri. So she's a member now she's li- moving in a couple months and she's like, so tell me your story. Tell me what happened. How'd you grow? And I'm like, girl, I mean, I, and, and you play around with like the formula. So I remember we used to celebrate every kid's first birthday yes. and I would go to Walmart and buy up whatever. And now I'm like, no, we can't, we can't do that anymore. We used to celebrate every mom's birthday or we used to have, you know, these little things, but this is like the, it's like the building blocks of building community, which is exactly what you said. It's like, you don't know that you need it until you get it because motherhood in like completely shifts you obviously as a human, but your schedule changes and your life changes. And, you know, even the girlfriends that I I, I consider my best girlfriends in the whole world that were in my wedding and we've been friends for 25 years, the ones that don't have children, it's different. And, you know, life revolves around nap time and life, you know, even now when I go home to LA to visit, I'm like, we can, yes, we can totally visit. And there has to be a playground there. Yeah. I can't meet you at uh, a coffee shop and we just sit there and sound fun for me at all. (laughs) Right. And you have to be okay with distracted conversation. And so then when you meet moms that you're like, Oh, you get it. You too. Actually, I just had lunch the other day with a girlfriend of mine and we have all of us collectively, we have three boys and they're all crazy. And so we made it Chick-fil-A because that's like our jam. Go to the, sorry. I know everyone's like controversial about Chick-fil-A. Are they? Um, Why? There's, they support uh, like, what is it? An so anti They're also LGBT? a franchise and yes, there are, 
allegedly the owner of Chick-fil-A gives money that's anti, and I don't want to discount this at all because I'm very rah-rah feminist as well. Um, and also you do what you got to do. So I, um, am, so I also give my kid goldfish with chemicals in it to get through a target trip. (laughs) Gotta do what Um, you gotta do. So you gotta do what you gotta do and you gotta pick your battles. And, uh, so anyways, Chick-fil-A, um, and we were having like this really intense conversation. And so our kids would go play and then come back every like 10 seconds or so, my son specifically. But like she just kept talking through it. And I thought it was awesome because I was like, I can do this. I can have this conversation with you and also tell Deuce, oh my gosh, yeah, that's so cool. Okay, now go play. And and I had told her, I'm like, thank you so much for just like not stopping talking and just knowing that I could handle all of this because literally sometimes there is nothing worse than like having whomever you're having a conversation with, like stop talking watch and watch you. And I'm like, dude, I got this. I can do all of it, but don't remind me how distracting this is by stopping your train of thought. But you know, when you don't have kids and, and, and so life becomes a little bit different and that's not to say, because when I, before I was a mom too, I was like, yeah, I love kids. I can hang out with you and your kid. And then, and then I'm like, it's totally different. Mm -hmm. So when you find your people and you find your sisterhood and you find the community, um, it's a game changer. And Mm -hmm. I don't even know what I would have done. Like to me, I'm like, how do people even meet mom friends if they don't go to stroller strides and then the evolution kind of of our program. So then there's stroller strides. And then we've got like these like super rockstar athlete moms that want to run. So that was the evolution of run club. And then we've got other, and actually Jessica, one of my instructors, she's like very into lengthening muscles and strength and, and bar. And so we offer a class called stroller bar. Um, and she's like, lit and she's amazing at this and this is totally her jam she's really good this at is it. not my jam at all i do not like a slow anything um but I'm she does and she's like really great at this so there was the evolution of stroller bar and lo and behold other moms love it and, and then there's body back so body back it was like the uh, another evolution of like okay well what do moms do when they don't do stroller strides anymore because which is does... kind of like where you're at in life exactly like, it's so exactly like, as much as I miss you so much. Stroller strides, <laughs> and I'm like, it's not fucking fair. He's like, come hang out with us. But I mean, that's where you are in life. Like, yeah. Deuce is five, and yeah. he doesn't want to be in a stroller, and he's over stroller strides because he was there Monday through Saturday, totally. six days a week yeah. for like at least two hours for how many years? Like yeah. at least three. three. And you know, it's funny because I feel like my business follows the the season of motherhood that I'm in. Right. Um, and it's beautiful to be able to look back and delegate to the team members that um, are, are back in the stage that I was when Stroller Strides was growing. So we can all kind of help the normal progression of motherhood. So like you've got these programs for when your kids are little and then there's a program for when your kids are bigger and then there's like a combo of the both. And then you have another kid and then, and then right, you're back in totally. like the stroller strides. Yes. And yeah, it's yeah. constantly evolving. And then we have the community, which is the jam. Like yeah. mom's nights and play dates and crafts and, and all and the team members that have taken that on. You know, we have brunches, we've got sensory play dates, we've got all the things. So like there's no need for you to have any other friends besides us is basically what we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it, that's it, basically it. it yeah, is, and it's so true. It's yeah. very hard to meet other moms. It is. I mean I think now there's like apps on how to meet other mom friends totally. because obviously it's needed. People are struggling with it and they don't right. know how to do it. And it's like, okay, I'm a mom, you're a mom. And I like, guess we should be friends. And it's like, some people are just totally not on your wavelength. Right. And you have to like get through that and figure it out. And it's hard. But I felt like at Stroller Shides, one, we all want to be outside. Yeah. We all care yeah. about our bodies and fitness. And then our kids are outside and then it, 
with that, it just comes so much more. Right. But you already have one thing in common, like, okay, fitness. Yeah. We all want to lose this baby weight. Right. We all, this postpartum time is hard. Yes. And we're meet. you know, one of the coolest things about it is we all see each other at like literally the most vulnerable time of the day, which is the morning. So some of us show up and we've had just had a fight with our husbands or our babies are teething. So like we didn't sleep at all, or we have a cranky baby because it's our classes are at nine 30 and bed and nap time is at 10 30. So like we're all meeting with each. And sometimes we're like the first people that we talk to in the morning. So mm-hmm. it's like husband leaves early or uh, we're getting the big kid to school and then we've got the baby. And then it's like, Blah, hi, like totally. I had a shitty night and my kid was up all night and tell me this is normal. And then my toddler's hitting this one over here and blah, 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 blah. And so it becomes, and so then you leave stroller strides and it's like, okay, my soul needed that more than even my body did. Yeah. You know, it's and like a little reset in the morning totally. because sometimes it's just the morning you're like, they're just losing their shit and crying mm-hmm. over everything. And you're like, I'm not, I don't want to leave the house today. Right. And then like nine o'clock comes around. You're like, I got to get the fuck out of this house <laughs> yes. or I'm going to lose my mind. Right. Because if you stay home all day, which sometimes it's really nice, especially like with one kid, like to just have that slow morning, yes. slow day. Um, but when it's crazy and, and you do stay home, noon comes around yes. and you're like, holy uh, shit, I still have the rest of the day. Yeah. What am I going to do? Yeah, right. But when you do pack up, get the screaming toddler out of the house and everything's meltdown and you're crying on the way to stroller strides, like you're never like regretting Ever. going. Right. Like never. It, how long is the workout? It's like 45 There's, minutes. Well, the workouts usually uh, are about 45 minutes. So the intentionality is uh, behind every workout we do, even body back stroller bar, stroller strides is 45 minutes of intentional work, starting with a warm up, ending with core and cool down and always having some kind of connection along the way. So all of our workouts start with an intro circle. So usually it's like warming up our bodies, but then also introducing ourselves. This is my, this is me. This is my baby. And then like a fun question, like who's your celebrity crush or who, what did you eat for dinner last night or something like that, that kind of gives us a level playing field to say, Oh, me too. Yeah. We're all people. Um, We're all people and we're all doing this. And it's funny because there are a lot of us that are in different seasons, like of our previous life, like before we were a mom, there's one girlfriend who has become a very dear friend of mine and we just celebrated her birthday and she just turned 27. And I was like, like you, like you're 29, right? Yeah. Okay. So to me that like blows my mind because a, I'm 35. I've never felt like old in my life, but 35. I remember when I was 19, being like, 35. you do not oh, look gosh. like 35. No, thanks, but I just turned 35, and wow, so happy birthday. Thanks. Um, but like, so to me, I'm like, we would have never been friends before because why right. would we have been friends? Right. We were totally different seasons of life, but we're in the same exact season of life, and that is actually like the the coolest part about the like the embodiment of. Are what we do. It's like the sisterhood of motherhood is alive and well, and it doesn't matter like where you're from, what you did prior, even how old you are. We're all doing this thing together. We're all raising kids five and under. This is a really hard time. We're all doing it together, and that's what bonds us. Like totally. so, that's you know. I mean, you couldn't have it. said it better. I mean, the, so the, true. Yeah, you're 27. I'm 29, and within the past three years, I've met my kids have met their best friends there yeah. and we have met our best friends there and they're anywhere like we're the youngest, but all the way up to 40 Yeah, and we hang out at least once a week right. and it doesn't yeah. not once have we been like, Oh my God, I'm hanging out with a 40 year old. Cause right. it doesn't seem like that. And it doesn't feel like that. And it doesn't matter. Right. Like the number just doesn't matter because we're all struggling and, yes. and totally all winging like it. Such good friends. Yeah. Like it's just such a community and yes. like, 
it's seriously, I was actually telling Melissa the other day, I was like, had it not been for her doing stroller strides, I would have been completely fucked. I wouldn't have mm. it. I wouldn't have any mom friends. I wouldn't know anything about like how to meet anybody. And I'm just super thankful that and, she, and I love to hear that because you wouldn't believe how much I hear that. And that's not too well. Yeah. Okay. So fine. So yes, that is to pat this on the back because we, as women are allowed to celebrate our victories yeah, and, we'll celebrate yeah. and our strengths. But I will say it's such an intentional, um, give back because I truly feel the same way. Like even though our roles at fit for mom are different client owner, I feel the exact same way. Like there is so much that I have gotten from this process of meeting so many incredible humans and moms that y'all have saved me just as much as you feel you've gotten from, from, from the program, from the programs, from the community, and then taking it like an extra step, this, this, uh, Facebook community that we have. So we have this private Facebook group. When you join a program, you're in the group. And then when you leave or you move or whatever, you're still in it. Mm -hmm. And we still have members that reach out to me that say, if it wasn't for the Facebook group, like, and I'm able to ask, like, sorry, I haven't been to stroller strides for six months, but I still keep up with you. And I still keep up with the Facebook group. And it's such a loving and supportive environment. Or we have a member that just moved to Virginia and she's like, please don't take me out of the group. And I'm like, never girl. Like once you're in the village, you're in. And so just the different levels of the community that we've got online, we've got at the workouts and then we have at the social events. Like it truly is a multifaceted support system for everyone for mm -hmm. our instructors for myself for yeah. our members for our new members for our older members like it truly is just like it's a safe place yeah. for sure yeah and I mean every mom like that's I think what people do first to start or to meet mom friends they join mom groups totally and there's like a million mom groups and then there's rules to the mom groups and right. then like you want to be vulnerable and post but everyone's so extreme and think their opinion matters and they judge and it's just like oh my god I can't tell you how much baggage shit I've read about people's oh, man. families that they post on there mm -hmm. and then how much mean shit I've read and it right. just never and like hundreds really, of comments like how do you even go through I just, all of those it it's, just that would trust me out alone yeah and it doesn't yeah. feel good at all and I've been a part of many of them and that is where I met mom friends before stroller strides but even there being 250 300 members in the village not once have I ever read an ugly thing said yeah. about anybody yeah no judgment anywhere and and it's not like you're on there posting like, hey, you know, remember to be rules, nice. Right. Like, these are the rules. We all love each other. Like, it's just, it's a known thing. It truly is like a tribe where you can be vulnerable yeah. and you can ask questions. And I, that's, I don't even do mom groups, but that's the jam. Yeah. Thanks. And you're your welcome. vibe attracts your tribe. So like, I truly believe that my staff and our OG members and like those that were from the ground up, that's who we, whom we've attracted, that there is no place and no room. And I think that goes without saying based on once you just hang with us or come to a workout for one second, it's like, oh, this is not that mom's group. This is the mom's group. This is the place to be safe and vulnerable. And like, there's no room or tolerance for any kind of like judgy ass shit. Like, and I won't put up with it if it ever kind of came to fruition, which it hasn't. But, um, yeah, I think that that's just pretty much a reflection of just the women that are in our group and the women that are in leadership uh, within our group is that it is like safety, security, come as you are, be yeah. who you are. And take of course up space. you vibe like 
like I said, we've, I found my best friends in yeah. there and you tend to stick to that. And there's people who are like, okay, I really don't vibe with you. Right. I probably couldn't see us just like one-on-one hanging out, but like, it doesn't really fucking matter. Right. right. Like we're still here. You showed up and you're still like working on yourself and being vulnerable and putting yourself out there. And it's hard to show up sure. and put yourself out there. So yeah. I respect everybody who shows fuck up. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. So you have how many programs now? So we have four programs. And when I started, you had one. One. Stroller Strides. Stroller Strides. OG. Yeah. And so how long was it just Stroller Strides? So it was Stroller Strides for the first two years. Um, and I we played around with class time. So we did morning classes. And then we tried a couple evening classes. Um, and then we had a Saturday class. And the evening classes were actually awesome, but in my, in true new business owner, people pleaser mode, I was like, yeah, whatever you guys want. I'll teach 15 classes a week and I'm not going to charge anybody for anything. Let's just do it. Um, so that was like the f- fast track to burnout for me. Um, so we kind of realigned and, and figured out what our schedule needed to look like and kept it to morning classes until Body Back was launched uh, last year. But um, so it was about two years and then we launched... Uh, I launched Body Back, but I didn't call it Body Back because I was actually still working on some of my certifications. Um, but I, but I had, I wanted so badly to launch a program that was for moms without kids um, so present. So uh, I called it Stroller Strides Enhanced, and so it was just basically a, a Stroller Strides workout, sans kids, plus just a little bit more uh, burpees and high intensity interval stuff. Um, and then once I was able to hire uh, a, a couple more team members and I was able to expand our program offering. So run club was birthed last year, pun intended. And then, uh, body back really became official official last year. And then I was able to hire another, um, team member, another trainer to kind of pump that up even more. So now we offer body back three times a week and then a stroller bar, stroller strides and run club run six days a week. So we've got multiple programs, multiple offerings. And you have something else new coming up in June. Oh, the retreat. Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. I want to hear about that. That's so exciting. Um, thanks. And this is not stroller strides related. No, it's totally you and your jam. Exciting news. Thank you. I'm excited. And I'm totally humbled and like, I'm still like, why am I doing this? But, um, but that's my own. So I actually dig that I'm in a place of like, why am I doing this? Because it also helps um, me work through my own feelings of sometimes not feeling worthy or significant of being the arbiter of change while I'm in my own season of change. So, and I'll get into that in a second. So I'm hosting a retreat for women, not just moms, uh, called she strength, healing and empowerment. And I'm doing it next month with, in partnership with my own therapist. Um, her name's Ryan. She's incredible. And, um, she deals specifically with, uh, trauma, healing of trauma, both emotional and physical, does a lot of inner child spiritual crystal work, which is amazing. So um, her and I started working together last year and she completely like blew my mind open and has helped facilitate a lot of inner healing of my own self. Um, And so through that, uh, we kind of just like became vibing. And so once we both felt like um, 
more like peers as opposed to like client and professional. She started talking to me about this retreat and I was like, that sounds awesome. And then she was like, we should do it together. And I was like, yeah, cool. And then it kind of just never came to fruition because a, I was actually intimidated by the idea because I'm like, you're like a real therapist and, (laughs) and you like helped me work through a lot of stuff. And so do you know you want to hire me to do like a workout you know all my dirty laundry (laughs) which is so funny and so what she always reminds me because then I said I'm like it's so funny to me sometimes when close personal girlfriends of mine still seek me for advice because sometimes I fear that my own transparency and vulnerability somehow lessens my um credibility, which is the exact opposite. Right. And that's been my experience. But my, uh, my lower self, as opposed to my higher self tells me that my messiness somehow decreases my, um, credibility. And so that is exactly what I was going through at the time that Ryan asked me to partner with her on the retreat. I'm like, but wait a minute, <laughs> why, why do you think I'm, and she's like, this is exactly why, like you have now come in tune with your mess, which is like light years beyond a lot of women, sometimes we, it takes a lot of unveiling and unraveling of the onion to get to that inner shit that we need to work out. Um, so which it translated tenfold in my business. So like at the time that I felt most raw and exposed is when my training and my business and my productivity was like at its peak. And that was last year. Um, And so that being said, this retreat, so Ryan was like, yes, this is the perfect time. Let's do this. We're going to host a retreat. It's going to be all about healing and vulnerability and um, movement and intentional eating and fueling and feeding our body um, from the inside out with love and care and kindness and and all that good stuff. So um, yeah, so we're doing it. So we have this retreat that's happening June 15th and we have, uh, we had 15 spots open up and they sold out right away, which was really awesome. And, um, it's going to be a day full of, um, meditation and yoga and an incredible hard workout with me. And then we've got like a crystal I don't know. The sound bath? Yes. I've always wanted to do it. Okay, it so, so I'm like, cool. Magical. Yes, Ryan's like all about that. Dude, and what is so it? It's like a it, sh- crystal. Oh, oh, the, yeah. yeah. Okay, well, so they this call is them, like, brand sound new to me. And, dude. But it does something to also your parasympathetic nervous system, and it's supposed to be like an unleash of yeah. a lot of stuff. So what? I'm going to leave Different all the inner stuff to her and the outer stuff to me. And then in partnership with a lot of uh, local businesses, we've got it catered, and we've got... Um, Prep to Your Door, which is a local company in yes. town, is catering it. And then there's another local company called Franks Milk, and they make all these yes. really, really awesome nut milks. I and thought, they're yes. Coming. I love their packaging and yes. their bottles. I know. Just and their mission. And it's like locally owned woman, she power business. Um, and then we've got swag and swag bags, and we've got journals, and we've got some healing rituals, and we've got an altar, and it's all at a private residence in Boulder Creek. That um, sounds with a pool so and a fucking sauna. magical. Yeah. I, I like want to go. Sauna? Yeah, there's like a sauna and a pool. What? So I kind of want to like go to my own retreat also, like be a member. I mean, yes. are you not? So, I mean, like, I guess I'm leading No, it. you're I'm so, leading, you're, but you're I'm going to try to like do the stuff. I mean, like when you're not leading it, can you no, not 100%. enjoy it? Like you I mean, should. I, I think I can probably do. Both. I think everybody you there would be like, okay, yes. Yeah. And you know, Ryan also um, is very big on, she 
uh, on like helping me slow down and like in what moments can I, she's like, I went to a spin class for you. That means you have to go to a yoga class with me. I know you're going to hate it, but you owe me. And so she also helps me uh, in the way that I need to kind of like come off and come down from life. What a great um, person to have yeah, in your she's life. Like a, we're a very the good balance. Yeah. She absolutely is. So yoga, which I remember when we used to hang out, I mean, I'm not a yoga person and I don't remember you being a yoga Never. person, but now you a yogi girl. Yes. I, Congratulations. Quasi yogi. <laughs> Thank you. Um, in, so yeah. So in this last season of my life, I've really wanted to kind of step out of my comfort zone because to uh, learning new things just brings me back to training, um, fundamentals and just makes me a more powerful and knowledgeable trainer. So for me, it was really important, uh, specifically with the women that I train when, when somebody is paying me to do something, I want to be the expert. So this last year, I've really taken a lot of time um, to become the expert on a lot of holistic nutrition and um, just delving deeper into the fundamentals and scientifics of, of body mechanics and food and all that kind of stuff. So um, with that, I went through this pretty intense training, uh, this yoga Pilates weight Ooh, thing. That sounds like the only kind um, of yoga I would ever want to do. Which is which is a class that I took. It was called Warrior Sculpt. Yes. It's heated. At Lifetime? Yes, yes, it's at Lifetime. So Lifetime Fitness is also like a, just a side job. Not just a side job, but... Side hustle. Side You're hustle. always hustling. I love to teach group fitness. And, um, and then I also get a free membership. So that's like, Ooh. I'm, I'm going to be at the gym anyways. I might as well be getting paid for yeah. it. So, um, but they offer a certification, which I went through. And um, it's a heated bar Pilates yoga fusion class. And there's a ton of hours and a ton of classes that, that you have you to teach? take. So I just got certified to teach that. So I had an audition on Wednesday night where I had to teach to a group of 20 of my friends. And, um, and so I passed the audition and um, I'm going to start teaching that class, which is super hard and way harder than I thought it would be and totally outside of my comfort zone and, um, and all the things. It's like but it's a, sometimes good to be a little bit out of 1,000%. Yeah. It challenges me. It challenged my mind. It challenged my body and completely like takes my own training and then also my own awareness of my own body to like the next level. That's when you grow. Yeah, totally. That's amazing. That's when you grow. I want to take that (laughs) class because I'm not that slow. I'm like, God, can we just get So it's a fast, it's like a vinyasa flow with weights in a heated room. Damn. Yes. That sounds intense. Have you ever done the P90X yoga? It's like the... my husband did and he said it's really 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 hard but I just I can't do the DVDs I have to be in person I have to feel the energy but that was like the one time I actually did like a yoga flow that I was like okay I'm fucking sweating I feel like I'm working out yeah it's amazing yeah because I can appreciate the stretching from yoga but like I cannot I can't I'm not I'm not zen I like just work me out a little bit like (gasps) yeah and there's a time and a place for zen um but like after when I'm fucking tired but your zen can also be and I actually I just took a spin class this morning with my girlfriend and she said well, what are you going to do? And I said, oh, I'm just going to shoot over to Wheatsville and then I'm going to go to my girlfriend's house. She's recording a podcast and I'm going to go get my eyelashes done and then I'm hosting a mom's night. And she's like, well, holy shit. What, <laughs> so what's your like, don't you, do you slow down ever? And I'm like, honestly, the spin class that we just took, that was my, sometimes Zen yeah. doesn't look like meditating in a room with, uh, cr- with crystals and Enya playing. Sometimes yeah. it's literally just the quiet of your mind right. and the yeah. movement of your body. And for some personality types like mine, 
my zen is being in a dark room on a spin bike, not talking, not teaching. I mean, I could see how that could be you very know? cathartic. Yeah. You yeah. know, like you're just working out, you're in the zone. Like that sounds and awesome. And you're really good at yeah. it. Oh my God. I yeah. took one of Rachel's spin classes. <laughs> Years ago. Before I was even so as good as I am like now, girl. Well, okay. <laughs> also, do you remember the mom's night out? We did yoga on the rooftop. Oh, and that's we, right. We, we were like so bad at it. And we, we were like, what but the You fuck? were great. I feel like I have a picture of you doing like I a did handstand. some weird, crazy moves that I didn't know I could do, but it's just from like strength. You can do it. Yeah, but yeah. we were like, what are all these things? Why are we moving this <laughs> totally, way? Totally. Totally. So funny. But I took one of your spin classes and for some reason they need to make short midget people bikes for me who are like five foot because oh, my right. vagina the entire yes. time is just slamming on like, cause you're going up, down, oh up, God. down. Yes. And Ouch. at the end of it, my vagina is so sore and it just is not good for short people. Right. Um, and I have no rhythm. <laughs> And you have yeah, to like, okay. have to go to the beat. This specific style yes. of spin is like a beat ride. But you're really good at it. Like I've seen you at stroller strides and I've seen you in many workouts and all of your crazy forms of energy that you have. But like <laughs> that one, I was just like, wow, this, I thought I knew Rachel and her element. Like this is your element. Like you probably just zone out and like just get another, another field that I've never seen you Thanks. be in. I like to teach. I like to... I like to be on stage. I like to be the center of attention when it is the perpetuation of somebody else's strength. So center of attention as in like Lady Gaga on stage singing, probably not, but center of attention in terms of like on the stage, pushing you to be in a space of your best self. That's what I love. Yeah. 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 You're good at it. Thanks. So... I feel like I would get my ass kicked at one of your spin classes. Well, you got to come now. I know. You should come. Or you should. I'm not going to be there. <laughs> I mean, like, you should go. I'm not going to get my vagina slammed. No, I'm you are no, not like no, a my legs are like fine. Me. Yeah. And you have I was talking about rhythm. you. Yeah. Yeah. No. But you yeah, should go. Could. Yeah. Her classes are on fire and a lot of people I know, go I'm kind of scared, though, because I feel like I would just. It's, a, it's an intense, like, out of body experience, but it's amazing. And then you end up doing something really hard. That's, I feel like that's what I say in every class do the hard thing. Let's go. And so you do the hard thing, mm-hmm. you know. I like at the end of your classes when you crank it up to where you're just like going up a huge hill. Yeah. I really like that part. Because yeah. no, when you're on your own, no way you're going to no, like yeah. Yeah. make it that hard for yourself. Right. You're literally struggling to like do the next pedal. Right. Yeah. I like that That's part awesome. of it. <laughs> you are a really good teacher. Whenever you were there at Stroller Strides, it was so fun. I know. I don't teach anymore stroller strides, but you know what? This is a beautiful evolution of, and actually I had a really hard time with, even once I stepped out of stroller strides and let the girls take over, it was hard for me because that was also my daily grind and my social life and all of that kind of stuff. And then it was an interesting transition because as a business owner, it was like, okay, well, how am I going to grow the business now? The business isn't served anymore by just me teaching growth happens with growth happening so the growth in my leadership team perpetuated the growth of our membership base and then that also perpetuated the growth of our programs so like there's a season for every stage of of the business but there but I'm also human and there were also losses and there were times of mourning for me of oh wait this used to be like that used to be stroller strides, hang out at the park. That's like my life. And then the business kind of grows this way and it takes you over here. And then, oh my gosh, body back just got like insane huge. And now I've got to hire someone else here. But, and so now I've got to blah, 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 blah. And then, oh, okay. So then now this is over here. And now I have a team that I'm managing and now we've got to do all the, and then I also have a son who I've committed to unschooling. So that takes
picks up. And so all this beautiful, magical stuff, but everything kind of changes in season. So yeah, I also mourned the loss of teaching strides um, because that was such a magical, beautiful season at the time. Um, and But there's beauty and mourning in every kind of transition and change. For sure. You know? But yes, stroller strides is like, yeah. And it can't can't, stay the same forever. No, it can't. And I think that's the hardest thing is that it can't stay the same forever. And that if we are reluctant to change, which I think so many people innately are, but if we are reluctant to change, then we truly can't unleash like what could be. And that's in anything. That's just not in business, but like as women in our, even in our mothering, like if we're not open to another way that we thought maybe we wouldn't be open to because the needs of our child changed, like I was, I remember my son being young and I'm like, okay, five years of this. And then he goes to kindergarten and then I get my life back and then I can be this like insane career boss babe. And like, whom I was prior to having kids, Mm -hmm. um, kid, but here I am at age five and I'm like, it's, we have this, um, I have this child that craves connection and wants to just kind of learn unconventionally. And I also have this, uh, lifestyle and this career now that allows me to do that. And, um, and you're really good at it. Thanks. Most days. And that's why you created all. Yeah, totally. So it it could be the balance, but you know, if I wasn't open to that, if I wasn't open to, okay, maybe I am going to have a child that like is not the traditional school kid, or maybe I'm going to be the mom that isn't the traditional working mom or, you know, five, six, seven years ago, showing up to something like this sweaty, not showered in workout clothes would have never happened because I was so obsessed with my, you know, outer appearance and, and in this lifestyle before children of just like this self obsession and just being, you were so consumed. Malibu Barbie. I, love I it. was Malibu Barbie. I was like, <laughs> even Dude, that Malibu of you pregnant. And you're like, it was a sequin dress. I was like, holy shit, that's Rachel. Malibu Barbie and the boondocks back in the day. Motherhood changes you. And I, and I swear I preach this all the time, but like I have become my authentic self, um, in more ways than one. But a lot of that has kind of transpired on the external. Like I'm so much more comfortable just like in my natural brown hair and my natural I love your brown hair. I know. I love it too. I think back in the day sitting at the courts I would always tell you like when you would wear less makeup you looked so pretty thanks like yeah you would put on makeup to come to strollers totally yeah yeah just like and my bright blonde hair but again Mm -hmm. that is too like that is finding who you are through you know these different this different evolution of of finding out who you are and 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 being able to do it in a safe place which is like what fit for mom is and and is for me too because there are so many evolutions of me that um you know that that have transpired through this last four or five years also so and this is I mean we've said it before but it's like a big part of why we started this podcast like other than wanting to hang out without our kids and drinking tequila half the time (laughs) um I mean, you go through so many seasons and transitions, whether it's like you're pregnant and you're like, you think your life's going to look one way and then you have the baby and you're like, holy shit, what do I do? I, I need mom friends. I like, you're just figuring it all out. You feel lost. And then your babies grow up and then they don't need you as much and you feel lost again. You're like, well, who am I? Is this all I'm going to be? And then maybe you have another kid and you're just like, it's constantly changing and there's so many different times in motherhood where you feel lost and you're like, is this all I am? Is this where I'm going to be? Am I just going to be a chef and 
a maid and right. wipe poop off their butt and right. just do all, of, is this forever? And so, yeah, we just wanted to do this to meet cool moms like you who are cool. doing stuff, cool, cool stuff, but also raising a child and balancing it all in hopes to whoever listens to this, like, will feel inspired and be like, yeah. okay, this is not all I am. I can do this. Or like, that's really cool. That speaks to me here. And really, if you are lost, like Shoulder Strides is the best place to start because yeah. like yeah. you're going to meet everybody who you need in your tribe to actually get you down the road. You I know? mean, I've seen mom posts about like that they were in a deep spiral mm-hmm. of postpartum depression, like so real and so scary where they had nobody. And I mean, we're in Austin right now and we're from Austin. So we basically have our family and our tribe mm-hmm. to a certain extent, but people like you who just move here and you don't have anybody. Right. And it, yeah, it's, it's very easy. And I'm not an expert. I've never gone through postpartum depression, but I like believe a lot of it is your support system, like a good mate, your people to vent to, to talk to, to hang out with in person and get those vibrations from. So I've seen the women come to stroller strides and just completely 180 and feel found and find their voice again and not feel so lost in this crazy fucking journey. I know it is a crazy (laughs) journey. And, uh, just a plug for the actual science about exercise is that it does, I mean, in the words of uh, the my favorite movie, Legally Blonde, exercise creates endorphins. And oh endorphins God, yes. create happy, happy, make you happy, and happy people don't kill people, and they yes. certainly don't kill their husbands. Um, so, but that's a real thing. Like, there, there is something that happens, one, when you're outdoors, mm-hmm. and two, when you are working out, the increase of oxygen consumption in your body um, releases specific hormones and helps just kind of balance you a little bit. You know, the thing, the biggest, it's the mama stress hormone is called cortisol. And so cortisol is can work well um, in your body uh, just from like a primal standpoint. But when we become mothers and we are eating irregularly, sleeping irregularly, and not physically working, working out regularly, cortisol levels like shoot up. And when sh- cortisol levels are out of balance, that leads to... Uh, weight gain and mm-hmm. it leads to irritability and it leads to just this, these feelings sometimes of overwhelm. Um, and so we sometimes aren't sleeping well for years. So that's like never the counsel that I give to moms who are struggling. It's, it's not like, Oh, you got to balance your cortisol. You got to eat right, sleep and work yeah. out. It's like, what is the most tangible thing that you can do? Is it show up to the park and take a walk? Yes. Okay, cool. Let's do that. And so with that comes this habit of getting outdoors, taking a walk, working out, meeting your buds. And then as you transition into a season of motherhood, then it becomes a little bit easier to fix your meals and um, get a little bit more balanced with that. And then eventually your kids start sleeping. You know, if in my case, it's, he started sleeping when he was four. <laughs> my kid just recently got into his big boy bed. I mean, and, and it's so funny because I don't even remember... I don't know how I survived not sleeping for so long, but now if my son wakes up any earlier than seven, I'm like a mess. Yeah, I know. I'm like, I need my nine hours and I don't know how I, I must be making up for four years of non-sleep, but, um, you know, so you know, we eventually all get there. Like this is such a great victory that he's in his big boy bed and he's sleeping and, and all the things. Um, because sometimes we feel like we're never going to get out of, I never thought I would stop nursing. I never thought I would sleep again. I never thought. And like, and now it's, and it's a funny thing that, that, uh, just life does to you because now I'm like, 
I could have another. Day. Yeah, right. Yeah. Dude, the minute you start getting sleep and mm-hmm. shit starts minute. getting easy, mm-hmm. you're like, well, I could just do it all again. I could do it again. It'd be and fine. I'm, and you know, I'm thinking about all the ways, you know, as a single mom, how I would be able to have a child again. And so my head is, to- I'm, I've already done all the research. I'm like, what? I could do this. I mean, I could, A, I could just go to a bar. you have all this Yeah, right? <laughs> meet a guy that's cute and have sex with him on ovulating um, and then never talk to him again. Or <laughs> just have your genetics, Right. Please. I mean, that would be the cheapest, <laughs> easiest way. Um, or, or, but anyways, so I, I have definitely like done the research because yes, the, and I'm not going to have another baby and that's just not in. Maybe you in, will. Don't maybe, say that. Maybe. I don't know. Just not right now. Um, but not right now. Uh, and so, but yes, when you start sleeping and motherhood gets a little bit easier, cause now I'm like, I have just have like my road dog with me all the time. We have such a good time. We're like having legit conversations yes. that is about, like, yeah. Th- about that fuck I it starts with F. Yeah, yes. I know. <laughs> and he like yells at me across Whole Foods telling me that his ball sack itches. And like, I think that's the funniest stuff ever. And people are like horrified. And I'm like, whatever. I was laughing ball sack itches. Somebody right. said that. And I'm like, do you, uh, what do you want me to do? I'm scratch it for you? I don't know. How, how can I help? And so once you have your homie with you, which I feel like Deuce and I have always like had this cool vibe, but now we have this really cool vibe and everything's very easy right now. And now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm probably going to go home and he's going to be yeah. like, <laughs> But, um, I mean, they're then, still annoying yes. in their own little ways, but oh, it's it does so, they're so, so much easier and when they get tired mm-hmm. and also like if I could just encourage moms that think their kids are annoying or think that this is hard or, or like, those are all things that we need to also be saying out loud because that's okay to say that like, it's okay because we're like humans with like evolved frontal cortexes. So when somebody with a non-evolved frontal cortex asks you a million questions about zombies and why they do this and how is there is there rain coming out of the sky right the second and if it's not then they ask you how anyways it's these questions and the things of motherhood and the cranky and the crying and the sh- poop storms and the the things that make you go like what it, i feel like i'm dealing with a drunk person <laughs> every day alone for a minute yeah. it's a minute. okay to need though like a minute and it's okay to say like this is annoying and hard and 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 all the things and actually you have told me before um in a conversation that we had when I was like I hate that sometimes my son annoys me and you were like on mom's night yeah, yeah and you were like it's a, why don't you tell him he's annoying and I'm like no I don't want to hurt his feelings and ruin his life yeah, but and somebody's then, got to and, and somebody's got to tell him and you know mom. what it's gonna be a little boy at school that says what do you're kind of annoying asking all those questions or we could just like nip it in the butt at yes. home yeah because he know. would remember that <laughs> with the little boy f- maybe forever but right. with mom you're like okay well I'm a little annoying like let's just ask the question twice instead of six times and then we like we nail it out and then we're there and then you got the answer yeah when you're in all the like gray foggy area it's hard to see the light at the end it of the is, tunnel but there is light and so, and then when you get into the older phases i know you that you know with atlas too now you're like oh now i'm not just responsible for keeping you alive but now i'm responsible for how you're going to treat other people yeah, for the rest of your gets, life so it's like a whole nother level this is now your future daughter-in-law. You know what's also weird is when they're young, you're like, we do not hit. No, <laughs> keep your hands to yourself. And then like you get to like four or whatever and, you, and your kid gets threatened on the playground and puts their hands around your neck. And I'm like, you punch that fucking kid in its face <laughs> real hard. So here's my mom, Phil, inspired <laughs> by... Um, so. Deuce has a, one of his best friends. His name's Elliot. And we give them full like toddler fight club rules. You guys can do whatever you want. Just no faces. Um, although 
Deuce has asked me before, what do I do if someone punches me in the face? And I said, you, as long as they punch you in the face, you can punch them back in the face. Um, and then you come get mommy. Absolutely. And then you go get mommy. And then get you come adult. get me and That's like, let I me. Say okay. Um, so first of all, for those of y'all that don't you're know, you're not Deuce, quite there yet, but right. you're you'll very get there. Close. <laughs> you'll get there. Cause it's like just in the boy blood of this like craziness, but, um, oh, for sure. So my, those of y'all that don't know, my son is 55 pounds. He's like a full meat. Holy shit. T- t- like tank. He's a tank. And he can punch like, he can like to where it knocks the wind out of me and I'm 145 pounds. So, um, so him and Elliot were playing <laughs> and, uh, Elliot runs up. So, so one of my other girlfriends was there. She was like, um, Elliot's crying because I just saw do sock him in the face and it was really hard. Um, so Elliot comes over screaming, crying, and and Elliot's mom is also one of my best friends. And so I was like, oh my gosh, okay, let me get the story. And so, because usually when they're playing toddler fight clubs, somebody ends up crying and then we're fine and that's great. And so when I asked Deuce what happened, he said, well, I said, let's go check on our friend and then let's say sorry. Sorry for what? Sorry for punching you in the face and blah, blah, blah. Are you okay? And so then he said to Sarah, um, well, my mom told me that if someone punches me in the face, I can punch them back in the face. And so, and my sweet girlfriend was like, oh, okay, well, that's great. And so, you know, anyways, I'm, I've, I'm, I, I'm for that. I, I, I am too, because I also, but then also I need to remember that my son is big. His dad is big. Yes. He's strong and punching someone in the face hurts and so there's that well, fine line between there's prote- a fine line. Like standing up and then empathy yes and there's know? a fine line in the, <laughs> while you're saying yes stand up for yourself like they don't quite know like right. when where that line is where it's like am I just could I just walk away and like maybe just tell my mom and like totally you know or do I feel threatened and that's yes. my main thing that I teach my biggest daughter if you ever feel scared yeah. or threatened like you are in danger then do whatever you whatever. have to do you have my permission to do mm-hmm. to get out of that situation and then you find me right but it's not like you know we're just arguing and you know you don't just but they don't understand right. that fine line right. yet and they have to do things like that to find that and fine line it's a it's an also a, a very um interesting call to action for parents raising boys because there is so much of no means no with boys with mm-hmm. men um men have sometimes a physical strength that is hard to harness if you are a if you are a boy that is raised with um like you can just punch your way and get angry and use physical violence then you become a man that uses that yeah. so there's it's an interesting and a very fine line of we want to raise the our, our boys and our girls to be tough and to be I can take care of myself and then on the other spectrum I don't also want to raise a boy that is so out of touch with his effeminate side mm-hmm. where he feels like he just needs to punch his way out of a situation out of a situation yeah. so it's that in, so anyways so Man. then there's part of us that's like, okay, that's when the real parenthood starts. So yeah, yeah. my kid's easy at Target now, but Dude. now I've got to like make sure that you never, that you never, that you know that no means no, that you are never, I mean, if we're going to like talk about the hard shit, like could you imagine your son being in high school and then a little, and then a girl accusing him of date rape oh because he can't, or he's in, he's on the playground and he punches somebody and he's a bully. I mean, these are all very... Uh, real things that could happen to girls and to boys as they progress in this life. And we can protect them the best we can, but we've got to set the fundamentals now. And so, you know, it's like, okay, someone punches you, you can punch them back in the face, but like only when you're four, not when you're eight. And like, we've got to figure out 
I mean, you know, I think it's a good thing to say, like, if you feel scared or yeah. threatened, because mm-hmm. yeah. if you are ever in danger, that comes first. Sure. You've got to do whatever you got to do. But if you know that you're not in danger right. and you know that like, Hey, maybe he just got upset. And right. like, you know that you're if it's out of and anger. This four and five is when it starts. It's a whole nother level yeah. of parenting where you evolve and it totally gets weird and all the rules change. Totally. But and you know, I guess we'll find out at six and seven right, right. and maybe hopefully they will too. But I think the danger part is the totally. biggest, biggest yeah. factor. Yeah. Cause I mean, there has been times where I'm like, okay, Atlas, like you probably didn't, my oldest daughter, I'm like, you don't need to, you don't hit back. That's not going to solve anything. Sure. But there has been times where she felt threatened and she did something back and I'm like, good job. Yeah. You got out of that dangerous situation yes. for your safety and yes. you were scared and then you found mom. And yeah, you got to do it. Yeah. But other than fight club. (laughs) Well, I mean, it kind of sounds like too that, I mean, it really sucks that Elliot got hurt out of that. But I mean, if there are like rules, you know, you don't punch in the face. It sounds like he kind of like as much as it sucks, but he kind of learned a lesson. Yes, absolutely. And, um, you know, there's that differentiation between is an emotional response. Are you physically acting out from an emotional place or from a protective place? Mm -hmm. And that is where the parenting comes in is, are we going to have this conversation over and over again? Yes, we are because that's parenting. But, and and my son does struggle with, if something's frustrating, he will throw it on the floor. Same. He's angry. He will hit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a a mixture of testosterone Mm -hmm. and of uh, underdeveloped frontal cortex and just like these huge feelings and just this like big outrageous explosion. And so to really be able to, um, figure out and be able to, and not a lot, and a lot of adults don't have this kind of impulse control is where do I need to connect with some kind of unmet need first, um, emotional or otherwise before I act out with either my words or my body. Mm -hmm. Um, and so that's really what, what needs to happen. And that's, it's a conversation that is tough. Um, and it's that differentiation between like, okay, was this out of protection or was this an emotional response that came out in a physical outburst, which is, Typical for children, but needs to be monitored. Which they're figuring out right now. Yeah, totally. That's what we're here for. Totally. Um, But back to stroller shreds. You're, you're, (laughs) sorry. Back to stroller shreds. So, (laughs) enough about Fight Club. Yeah. Come join our Fight fight Club. (laughs) (laughs) We're taking new members. (laughs) Um, I want to know, so, these moms who are your instructors Mm -hmm. now, they were members first. Yes. Which is so cool because it means that they believe in stroller shreds. Stroller shreds is as much as a part of their life as it is yours. And how did they get trained? Like, can you just be like, okay, I want to teach now. I'm going to do Monday, Wednesday. Like how does, how do like, I want someone to know, like if they come there, who sure. they're being trained by sure. or like what Good their question. certifications are. Um, so there are a couple different levels, um, to that. And I want to make sure that I'm delivering the right context. So there are two specific trainings. There's the training that you go through me, which are my own certifications and qualifications that are important to deliver the workout and the experience that everyone was used to when it was just me. So something that I kind of like developed that I know works for our moms and that just takes us to like uh, the next level. So it's not mandatory in fit for mom. It's just your standards to work for me. Yes. So those, that being said, those are, you have to be a member. So, um, that's why the intentionality behind hiring, uh, people that were previous stroller strides members for at least three months. So, cause, because I want you to know our people. I want you to know what we do. I want you to experience it on the other side too. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know exactly what, 
what your moms are getting that, that you're training. Um, and then, uh, going through like, uh, uh, shadowing with me. So they were teaching under me also and kind of just like, um, they would teach one station per class and then two stations per class because I'm also an advocate of, uh, the slow, the slow and steady. So instead of like throwing you into the pool and being like, good luck, because for some that works, but not for all. And, um, I wanted to make sure that these girls were ready instead of feeling overwhelmed and then having to like kind of backtrack. So I don't want to give you a schedule and then you say, this is too much. I can't do this. I need to just go to one day a week because what we're also delivering is stability for the kids and for the moms. So when you show up on Monday, you know that it's going to be X, Y, Z. When you show up on Tuesday, you know who it's going to be instead of, Oh, I thought so-and-so used to teach Mondays, but I guess she's not ready. And then that immediately her credibility is as a mm -hmm. trainer or whatever that looks like. So, um, we do like a, a shadowing three month uh, rundown with me and um, you're not like released onto the instructor schedule until you're 100% ready to deliver a class. Prior to that, we also do a feedback class. So we do a class that's kind of like a community class. We invite everybody. It's free. You can come and then stay afterwards and give feedback um, to the instructor and say, I really loved this. I didn't love this. What about this? Your music here was weird. Whatever that looks like. So the instructors can kind of tweak what, um, what their game plan and what their class plan looks like. And then there is a national certification that all of us go through um, that also needs to be kept up once a year. And that is what is, that's why we can call ourselves nationally certified pre and postnatal fitness trainers. So we go through a really extensive live training through our national fitness director and the department, the education department. Um, we go through everything through like sports medicine and recovery and postpartum and prenatal fitness and heart rate and what it looks like to train when you're pregnant, what it train feels like to look like. Uh, afterwards and pelvic floor and breastfeeding and all the things. So that's awesome. I yeah, didn't realize it's it an incredible training. It is. And it has to be because, um, a we're liable for these right. women that we're training mm -hmm. B, um, it's in the most like physically vulnerable part of your entire life, which right. is both pre and postnatal. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a specific, you know, I always say, if you are a mom, you need to be trained by a mom. That's what I was just about to say. I, I always moms. say that because, and so, and in the fitness industry, that isn't talked about enough. And until you are a mom that has been trained by a non-mom versus a mom, you also probably think you can show up to the gym and be trained by a, either a woman or a dude. And the, and the guy or the woman or the trainer can say to you, oh yeah, I've trained multiple moms. Like I know exactly about core and I know about this. And unless you have a physically birthed a baby out of your body, either via C-section or your vagina, you have no idea what that feels like <clears throat> to be in the stages directly after giving birth. Um, and then getting your body back there. So I was just having a conversation with my girlfriend earlier about um, carbs, insulin resistance, and the, the pregnant and postnatal period of um, a woman's body. So in the when you're pregnant and when you're postpartum up to like 48 months, you're in like the peak of your insulin resistance. Um, so intermittent fasting, high fat and low carb is not just a fad, but it's actually like the optimal way that you should be eating when you are pregnant and when you are postpartum. Um, so we, and we were just talking about that, but like you wouldn't know that unless you had lived it. So for me, I remember right after I had my son trying to get my body back mm -hmm. 
the things that I was doing as caloric restriction and then cardio exercise Mm -hmm. weren't working. As a matter of fact, my moods were totally outrageous and all over the place. And I put on 10 pounds when I was breastfeeding, my body became this complete carb sensitive vessel. And I was like, what is this? Because I could totally, I used to eat plant-based, um, and would just do cardio all day. And was this like super fit, active, whatever. Um, and that's not how my body is now. My body is like straight up I eat tons of um, fats and mm-hmm. almonds and avocados and f- follow this very like clean paleo diet. Um, and my body, that's like where my body is at its optimal performance, my brain as well. And a lot of moms. And so anyways, uh, I wouldn't know that unless I had the education behind that and then the experience behind right. that too. The same goes for fitness. So where you could be a cardio queen, which I still consider myself to be because I teach so many cardio classes, but I absolutely have to be like deadlifting and I have to be squatting and I have to be doing push-ups and I have to be lifting weights two or three times a week to see any, and I have to push my heart rate like up to where it's like, I'm completely breathless. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise I don't see results either. My body completely is like um, adapted to this, this cardio. And, you know, again, that is, that's science. That's when we have babies, uh, specifically when we're in our thirties too, um, our bodies just need different things. And so during stroller stride, stroller bar, body back during you, any time with us, you'll hear us talk about, um, high intensity. You'll hear us talk about, you need to go breathless. You need to engage your core. Your form needs to be on point and you need to be really cognizant about what you're consuming mm-hmm. in the form of, of carbohydrates, which is, grains and sugar and wine and all the things that our bodies are just much more sensitive to postpartum than they ever were. Mm-hmm. They're so good. I know. And, and there's room for those. Yes. Um, but, but as you'll see too, like our bodies also, they don't feel the same as they once did. My body does not respond to pizza and beer like it once did, no, no matter how much I'm exercising. It's so hard as a mom though. It's like, we're running nonstop every yes. day, all day, and our kids are crazy. And then by the time you're like, oh, my God, I haven't eaten anything. Yes. And now I'm starving. And yes. then you just pick up the biggest carb thing there right. that's, one, going to give you dopamine hits, and two, totally. going to keep you full longer. Yeah. Because you yeah. know, like, or you don't know when is your next meal. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing about uh, being carb-dependent in a, in a carb-sensitive body. So it's like a fire and you're like it, you're keeping it burning because you're throwing little sticks on it all the time. You guys can see me messing with my eyelash extensions. She's and getting them done today. <laughs> um, so sorry if you're distracted, it's but good. Um, so you've got like this little fire that you're putting little sticks on it, so it's keeping it stoked all the time. Mm-hmm. That's what carbs do to your body. Otherwise, you have like a duraflame log, and your fire's just roaring for 24 hours. That's what fat does to your body. But in the interim of going from a carbohydrate ridden diet to like a fat burning fat adapted state. Sometimes there's like a, Oh, two or three week period where you kind of feel shitty because you think that carbs are giving you all this energy and you Mm -hmm. think that they're keeping you full, but really they're just like this little fake energy. Yes, exactly. And so once your body kind of is removed from this carbohydrate state of needing so much consumption of carbohydrates and that can be anything really from like bread and potatoes and rice and and, and then um also like uh these uh pirate's booty and like the veggie sticks and the hummus mm-hmm. even hummus is a carbohydrate it's mm-hmm. made of course from from chickpeas but it's a carb um and so it so so your body burns two ways it either burns sugar for energy or it burns fat for energy it doesn't burn anything else so carbs turn to sugar fruit turns to sugar 
all the things. So there is a way though, there is a balance. So like eating clean fats, um, can keep you burning. And, and then you can all, there's also room for the cleaner carbohydrates such as produce. Like I'm, I will never say don't eat fruit, don't eat, um, vegetables because those are electrolytes and those are brain building, um, antioxidants and all the things. But, um, we specifically as moms, I think we don't focus enough on our nutrition. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's such backwards thinking still about fat and calories people are still so scared to eat fat um and still it's all the good food it is all the good food and that's how our bodies are made to eat like primally this is what we were eating like this is what jesus ate was meat and vegetables <laughs> thank you jesus thank you jesus <laughs> for not just that but for mostly that yeah. um you know and uh so anyways, so to take it back to the training, I always get on a tangent and I'm it's very okay. fired up about the way it. that we are fueling our bodies. But um, yeah, so all of the instructors go through this very extensive training and then all of us are required to keep up our training um, once a year through this, through like the nation, the state, it's called continuing education credits. And then I, um, have staff meetings once a week and once a month with all of my staff that kind of keeps us up to date on, um, what are the needs of the business? What are the needs of our members? Who's having a baby? Who's struggling? Right. Who needs this? Who needs that? Where are we at in the community here? What are we doing over here? Um, all the things to just keep everybody in the know. You know, it's important for me, which is why as much as our business grows, it's important for me to stay in tune with everybody um, because that's part of what makes us great is that we we know each other and that we're invested in each other's families. Um, there's never going to be a time where I don't know a member or, or at least like on a social media level meet at a class or that I don't know my staff members, husbands and kids, mm -hmm. you know, that's part of, um, the community, the community. And that's part of being an employee and working for me there. Uh, there, I am a cool boss and, uh, but I also have high expectations, um, which is why our business is what it is. And by high expectations, I mean, there's a certain way that, that this business needs to run. And there's a certain way that our moms, mommy members need to be checked in with and tended to. And there's a certain way that the classes need to be run. Um, and so there's an intentionality behind, uh, why I have put the people in the places that they are. And we have like a really rocking yeah, I really, dream team. I love everybody. All the instructors are really great. So you know if you want to show up to Stroller Strides, first class is always free. Always. So if you're feeling weird or whatever and you're not sure, just come. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then you introduce yourself at the beginning of the class anyway. Totally. And you meet everybody. So it's just like the perfect... Honestly, that's like my favorite part of the class. Me like too. sometimes it it's like when you're late, it's not the same when you're just like catch up to the group and right. it's like that first question is just so fun to answer and get to know people and just feel included. But mm -hmm. yeah, if you know you show up, so these moms are trained, they know what they're doing. Mm, totally. Beyond, yeah. 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 So where do you see um we're four years in or you're I say like we because I'm like we are. we've been it this is. journey this is together. Us, girl. Forever, even when our kids are fifteen, totally. <laughs> coming to fucking some... stroller strides. <laughs> We're gonna be doing something when they're fifteen. I don't know what it is, but it'll be together. Can I borrow your baby? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but where do you see stroller strides in the future? Are there any other programs that even that Fit for Mom offers, or that you see yourself offering, or that you just 
see happening in the future for you and for shoulder strides and body back? That's a great question and something that I think every year in business I kind of revisit. Like, what does the next year look like? So also contractually, um, I signed initially a three-year contract and then every year it's up for renewal. Um, I don't know. I can't say with full certainty what the next four to five years looks like on this uh, journey. I do know though that I have recently felt very inspired to, um, to try to in perpetuate another mom's journey of business ownership, whether that looks like a mentorship, a passing of one of the four torches of the programs, I'm not certain what that looks like, but I do know that this has been such an amazing wild ride for me just as a human that I know that there's another mom that might not have the financial resource that I did to like start on their own or have the time or the energy to build from the ground, but that might be really good at taking a piece of this and making it their own. Ownership meaning not financial ownership, but like making it their own anyways. So there are definitely um, the wheels turning in my head about having different little um, pockets of this that kind of trickle out, whether that means another park, another zip code, reaching more, even more moms. Um, Would you have to buy another franchise to do that? So I own more, I own two zip codes, 78745 and 48. Okay. And for eight is completely untapped. We have never been there. That's, that's River Meadows. Right? That's Good, oh. Good Night Ranch. That's like the other side of South Austin and Buda that there are so many moms. Did you that see that like, comment on the yes. post? Somebody said that they need one in San, San Marcus. Marcus. Yes. Yes. Right. So yes, there are areas that are untapped that I think we uh, could tap. Mm-hmm. Buda would be a um, really great would, one. I totally it's agree. Like yes. our neighbor. I totally agree. And yeah. everybody moving here and the mm-hmm. people who are originally from here, yeah. we can't afford it anymore. Right. And so we're going back to where we grew right. up. And, and Buda, Buda is really wonderful. It has changed. It's and, wonderful and now. And there are a lot yeah. of stay-at-home moms there. A lot. Tons. I know. I know. So, you know, while, uh, so I think this next, uh, transition maybe looks like um, that growth of the business via uh, locations and then uh, trying to kind of inspire motivate and and find another boss mom who maybe wants to be more than more a part of it that, that thinks they can do this too that would be really awesome so like the in in kind of a entrepreneur mentorship kind of situation um, yeah, so and I know when you, you know. first signed your franchise, you said that you didn't really nobody helped you, nobody right. mentored you because they were all right. women who were threatened, which is so silly. Yeah, so I'm sure that would be like really special for you to yeah. guide somebody because this is a game changer, like especially for for new moms that want to have some kind of um, other identity or something that makes them feel meaningful and powerful, or like. I mean, to make money. Yeah. Because that's important too. Um, it's very important. You know, and, and it's possible. Uh, so, you know, that's, I, I see, I definitely see growth for sure in whatever capacity that looks like. Um, and then again, like my season of motherhood usually um, dictates my season of business. So as my son gets a little bit older too, you know, we'll see what that translates into. But Fit for Mom Sunset Valley is like, 
it's not going anywhere now. No matter no matter who's here or who's running it or who's whatever, you know, this has been this is like a staple. Yes. I think in South Austin. You're right. Yeah. And I'm glad that you want it to stay here because yes, for moms sure. need it. Totally. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. So I want to hear the story about the shit on your pants. Oh my gosh. Oh, okay. That's actually one of my favorite stories to tell now. It's like my favorite story that I've heard about you guys. Cause I was like, that's just like so awesome. Okay. So like it's so funny because, um, <laughs> that story. Okay. So I have two shit, my pants stories, um, shit on my pants stories. So I <laughs> actually, your pants, shit on your pants. So not I, your shit. It's so funny because I was like, how does she know about the shit? My pants. Story? <laughs> so Happened then I was the like, I guess. So anyways, um, the shit my pants story was uh, a laxative abuse uh, disorder when I was in college. But that's a really funny story also for another day. Um, so any moms that take laxatives. Just throw that in there. We won't go into it. But I mean, like you, you kind of have to now. So just I mean, a little. The whole premise of starting to exercise was an eating disorder recovery for me, which I struggled for many years um, throwing up and shitting my pants on purpose um, to expose the calories that I had just consumed. Anyways, um, so not to make light of eating disorders, but eating disorders are serious and they are life-threatening and they can uh, be recovered from and you can find food and exercise freedom um, if you want it. So um, So exercise itself or fit for mom got you out of? uh, Becoming a mom pretty much saved my life um, because you can't make yourself throw up your food when you're pregnant. Right. Um, so my son was like, here I am. And I was like, here I am. So we're doing this. And then uh, when you practice nine months of abstinence from a behavior, it pretty much becomes more of like your lifestyle. And then you have to yeah. do like the actual work behind it, um, which came via fit for mom. So really um, becoming a trainer and understanding like the ins and outs of your body and food and fuel and, and all of that. Plus like a lot of extensive therapy. That's how I was able to kind of recover and heal and find food and exercise freedom, which is something that I still struggle with, but not to the severity that I struggled with years ago. Um, That's amazing, though. So, yeah, so I have shit my pants, actually. <laughs> um, but the shit, the other shit pants story, which is really funny. So, um, that was about two, I think it's two years ago, and this is like the embodiment of the sisterhood of motherhood. But so we work out at local parks, um, which aren't always maintained by the city because local parks are just free for anybody to shit in the toilets and mm-hmm. to sleep on the benches or whatever. Um, and so I think about year two is when I bought my first pair of Lululemon pants. And if We're anybody, oh my God. And and if like, anybody bought these knows today. about Lululemon, they're like $100 for a pair yeah. of pants. But if you're in the fitness world, it's like, once you have a pair of Lululemons, you've made it. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I made it. I'm $100. Now I'm broke, but I'm wearing really great, amazing pants, and they make my butt look great, and, like, I can't believe I'm wearing $100 pants. Okay. So I'm like, <laughs> Monday morning, I'm putting on my Lululemon pants. I'm so excited to go to Stroller Strides in my new pants because they're beautiful and wonderful, and, like, I made it. I'm wearing $100 pants. I'm a real trainer now. <laughs> Like I finally have members and I can buy (laughs) Lululemon. And so, but I have to pee because we all have to pee all the time. And I, so I had to pee before I taught class. So I run to the bathroom the, and I see there's something on the, like it doesn't smell right. I see it, whatever. So I'm like, just be careful, Rachel, just be careful. So I like pull down my pants and I'm squatting and then I wipe and I pull up my pants and I'm fine. I, I can still like smell the poop from the bathroom, but I'm like, oh, this must be like residual air. <laughs> so I, I go back to 
um, the warm-up circle, and I'm leading warm-up circle, and I'm talking, and I can still smell it, but I'm like, it's on somebody's shoes then. Because I think we did a shoe check. <laughs> There's We're dog like, poop everywhere. Can you all check your shoes before we go to the next station, because I can smell poop on somebody, but there's nobody's shoes. It's not <laughs> Definitely not me. Yeah. So we're like, whatever. So we start running, and Melissa goes, Rachel, there's like white stuff on your pants. And in my head, I'm like, there's no way, because I just bought these pants yesterday. Yeah. I literally just put them on 20 minutes ago. White there's stuff? There's no though? whites, and what could be white? Yeah. It's so weird. So I'm like, whatever. Okay. And so I, I like go like this, and it's like wet, but I'm like, whatever. I'm teaching stroller strides, and this isn't whatever. So Melissa's oh like... At the next station, she goes, let me smell it. No, I start wiping it. She's, I she just got wiping wipes, it. That's right. And I'm wiping from the outside, and it's just not coming off. And, then, and, and it's brown now. So it like looked white because it was like someone's running poop. behind like, you. And So she smells it, and she's like, that's poop. <laughs> and oh I was like, God. there's no way that that's poop. Like, how could that? I did not shit my pants. <laughs> how is there poop like inside my pants? And then when we kind of like all figured out, we all kind of figured out what it was like at the same time, because there's this incredible picture of <laughs> it's the me, best picture. Like my mouth is open, like in hor- like yeah. I'm horrified. Melissa and our other girlfriend Blair are like in my butt, like in my <laughs> pants because so what happened and was your face is like, oh. I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to die. Well, meanwhile, there's this whole stroller strides class that's waiting for me to teach. And then there's this other woman who's got. Soap, soap and, dude. and Lena. She's got soap and antibacterial stuff. And I'm like, I, I'm in my head. I'm like, I'm, I'm dying. Like this. Is, so basically, <laughs> somebody else's poop is now in my butt crack oh. via my pants. So there was poop on the bottom of the toilet that my pants, upon pulling them up, scooped into my <laughs> pants. And so now there's the someone story. else's poop all over my back my butt and in my butt crack and I'm now needing support in like the most the the most valiant way possible I need my girlfriends to pull my pants down basically wipe my ass crack out of someone else's poop whom we don't know whose poop this is by the way meanwhile I need my other girlfriend to just like take over the station in the best way that she knows how because she was not a trainer yet she yeah, there was, like, were no trainers yet I need Lena to like help me with my pants because I still have to wear them. Mm-hmm. And it was just this beautiful, evo- and I'm so glad it was caught on camera because it yes. really was this beautiful, just like, okay, Rachel <laughs> needs help and we're just going to help her. Yeah. And we got you. And everybody was like, a couple moms were like, go home. We understand. And I was like, no, we're doing this. We're and that's what I think is so cool about it too. Is that <laughs> yeah. you still taught? We're doing it. Like, I think you cried for about one second. Yes. You were like, okay, 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 burpees, go. Right. And we were like, oh my God, we're just, we're doing this. We're going to finish the workout and just, there's no shit on her pants. you got me and I got you. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just going to do it. And the show must go on. What a better group of people to help you. Totally. Deal with better moms, you know. That one mom friend who's back in the background taking pictures. Always. Which I'm so thankful for that. Thank God for that. No, we have to link to that picture when this episode comes out because it, seriously, it's like one of the best pictures. Like it's just And it comes up on my memories every Every year year. and I share it every year because Mm -hmm. I'm like, if y'all don't have mom friends like this, then y'all don't have the right mom friends. I mean, what if I just was like, oh God, she's a huge stain on her butt and I'm just not going to tell her, you know? Yeah, it would be so fucked up. And then what, like who brings soap? They're like, oh, I have some soap in my bag. Like (laughs) what? That's who brings soap, moms. They're Mm -hmm. always prepared, always down. 
Like poop, no big deal. That's right. Get pooped on all the time. That's right. It'd be nice to know like who's poop, but really, I don't it. know whose it was. Okay. We don't. We still don't know. And I ended up washing those pants and returning them to Lululemon for new ones because yes. I was like, I can't. <laughs> like mentally, I'm scarred from this now, so I can't wear these pants. I, I don't care even if they were like washed with Tide for athletes on hot water. Mm-hmm. I can't fifty no. times do this. Yeah. So I'm gonna wash them. And Lululemon has like the greatest return policy mm-hmm. anyway. So I was like, these didn't work for me. I'm just going to exchange <laughs> these, them. So I was wondering, that was my next question. Did you tell them story? I just said these didn't work for me. And I already have washed them because they t- smelled like Tide. Mm-hmm. And I said, I, I've already washed these, but they didn't work out for me. And then so they returned them. And I went to another store and bought the same pair. Oh, nice. You know, I'm that person. Hey, dude. Gotta do what you gotta do. I yeah. know. And Lululemon is like, what? A multi-million dollar I know. And they're going to be fine. I'm big on like vibes. Yeah. Like, just like... I couldn't wear the poop pants. No. I just couldn't Never. enjoy them. I but think I'll wear that picture. We'll remember it forever. Yes. My, uh, my girlfriend and I accidentally flushed um, this frog that was still alive that we thought was dead down my guest bathroom toilet. Um, <laughs> and I couldn't like pee in that toilet for it. I have like a weird thing with like Aww. if it's experiences and I just can't go back there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so the Lululemon pants yeah. and my guest bathroom. I couldn't go back there for a while because we had this frog. I thought it was dead. It wasn't. So you dropped it in there and what did it do? Like start so hopping around? my girlfriend around? told me, your frog is dead. Let me flush it down the toilet for you. And I was like, I can't do that. Deuce loves this frog. It's like this little tadpole frog. So I'm like, I'm going upstairs. You do it. And so she poured the frog into the toilet and it magically came back alive. It started swimming and she's like, uh, the frog is not dead, Rachel. This frog had not moved for three weeks. What? So the frog starts swimming. She's like, the frog is not dead. I'm like, oh my gosh. <laughs> We can leave that one. Yeah, it works. And so she's like, well, I said, well, then get a spoon, a spatula, like get it out. And um, she couldn't because it was already in it. So we just flushed it. And there's Dan. He's so cute. I like his flat little bill. He's like, whatever. (laughs) Um, The recycling. And we flushed it. And then I I, like really was bent out of shape about it. I started crying and then I couldn't use that toilet for a couple weeks because I just felt like I was peeing on the scene, the crime scene. And And then like, you always have those fears of it coming back out. Like, I mean, as a kid that like snakes come out. Okay. Oh my God. That's scary. But I I mean, a little frog is going to just hop on your bed. (laughs) I actually watched a video today with a man about the red eyed tree frog. We, my son gets these little like, uh, books like in the mail yeah, yeah. and he loves it and like we're watching it and I was like look there's a tree frog and the tree frog just like hops <gasps> on this man's face and it was great I mean it was like they yeah. excrete stuff that could be toxic if you got it in your mouth or your eyes but yeah, like yeah. other than that it was totally fine but it was just awesome yeah I don't know why what but a, that is awesome. so what fucking a random but... in this podcast the poop story <laughs> I know oh, yeah. <laughs> and it was ever. funny that I didn't know what poop story you were talking about because <laughs> I have more than one I mean it happens yeah it happens it totally happens yeah. Well, you're the shit. I'm so glad you came to be unintended. Oh, I know. God. There you go. That was really, that was you're perfect. Literally, seriously, the shit. I, thank you. I haven't been able to make it back to Stroller Strides because of work and everything, but I actually just recently I'm dropping the Airbnbs because I'm just done cleaning okay. shit off toilets. Right. Okay. Coincidentally. Yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, totally. I'm hopefully going to have some more free time and awesome. Yeah. Make Excellent. it back because yeah. I miss that. I really do. My son like still acts about it. He called it Stroller Stripes. Aww. Yeah. Stroller, stroller stripes. stripes. Yep. I love yeah. it. So I know. Sweet. Awesome. Good. So yeah. 
Awesome. Well, thanks but for it was coming. So fun. Yeah, of course. Can yeah. I, anyone that's listening to this podcast can come for free, like for a week, whatever. You could drop those bad moms and yeah. come for, get a week free. Yeah, totally. Yeah, do it. Let's do, do it. Do you want to plug anything and where to reach you? And You can sh- always find us on social, uh, Facebook and Instagram, Fit for Mom Sunset Valley. Or you can visit our website, sunsetvalley.fitformom.com. Or you can holler at me via Instagram, the blonde stroller mom, which I'm not blonde, nor do I push a stroller anymore, but <laughs> um, long live the blonde hair on the stroller. It always so, be you. The blonde stroller mom on Insta. That's where it all started. Uh, that's where it all started. Blonde hair, stroller, OG. And first class is always free, so always. come. We want to meet you. Yeah. Thanks, all girls. Right. Yeah. You was awesome. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in to today's episode of Those Bad Moms. If you like what we're putting down, follow along on our social media. You can find us on Instagram at those.bad.moms and on Facebook at Those Bad Moms.